Today I'm going to share a little bit of my heart and what's going on in my life. So I got a call from my mother this week. Um, My dad is 63 years old, which is not an old guy. Well, to some of you he's an old guy, but really that's as long as people are living now, that's not really old. And she shared with me that over the last couple years he's been having some struggles and we thought it was from some other issues that he had um his leg is giving him issues i guess he's started to slur his speech a little bit sometimes and he's dropped some stuff while eating and just broke my heart because he has served as a he's been a contractor all of his life but he's also been a pastor uh, for like 20 years and sometimes you just wonder why God does certain things or allow certain things to happen but he's going to see an ALS specialist his father passed away of ALS and it's a brutal horrible disease and really messes up quality of life so that's just been on my heart uh this week and as i was reading my scripture so before i do these podcasts in the morning while i'm driving um the first thing i do every morning and i've been doing it probably for about five years and it's it's really been able to help me balance my emotions and my life and just give me a perspective every morning is to start the morning right i get up I get my cup of coffee. You got to have your cup of coffee. And then I read scripture. And so today I was reading uh, about the life of King David and Samuel. And uh, and he's not a king yet in Samuel, 1 Samuel. But it's just kind of like basically he is, you know, marries Saul's daughter. And so Saul is his father-in-law, King Saul. And he becomes like best friends with Saul's son, Jonathan. And Saul decides he's going to kill him for whatever reason. Saul does not like David. He likes him at first, but then he starts getting jealous of him. And he decides he's going to kill him. Well, without going too much into the story, because that's not what this is about. There's a phrase in there where King David, or he's not David, he's not king yet. But David is um, talking to somebody else who Saul's trying to kill. And he says, hey. Do not be afraid. Come and, you know, kind of join my merry men and and we'll hide out together because Saul's trying to kill me too. But when I saw that phrase, do not be afraid, I've noticed over the last couple weeks, I've read that multiple times in my scripture reading and it just stood out to me today. So I decided to look it up and see how many times does the phrase do not be afraid appear in the Bible. And did you know that do not be afraid appears exactly 365 times in the Bible? That's one time for every day of the year. And it occurred to me that, you know, repetition is the mother of learning. So if God wants us to learn something, maybe he's going to embed it multiple times throughout his, his word. So 365 times counts as multiple times. That's one for every day. To me, that means he wants us to be reminded daily that we should not be afraid. And there are so many things in the world to be afraid of. We just went through a pandemic where everybody was afraid. 
well, not everybody. Some people were not afraid and some people were. And the people that were not afraid, um, they made it through with a different perspective. And so I'll share. I heard one time about a story about how strong the mind is. And it was a story of a guy, and it was a true story, who got locked in a uh, train car at night. He he was kind of working on, I think he was a engineer or something for train cars. But he got locked in this train car, and it started to get cold. This was up north somewhere. And he started getting scared about freezing to death. And so pretty much he died of hyperthermia. But when they found his body... Um, the interesting thing was is it didn't get cold enough that night. I mean, it got cold, but not cold enough to kill him and not cold enough to give him hypothermia. And so I can't remember if he died of a heart attack or he died of hypothermia, but basically he died and it was because of the stress that he placed on himself mentally. And I think we do that sometimes when we get scared. You know, if you look at marketing, a lot of times marketing has, they call it fear-mongering, like, if we can get people scared, we can get them to take action. And so I just want to remind you today, whatever you're going through in life, do not be afraid. I got to remind myself of that. I think of my dad and I think of uh, the potential battle that he has. He's going to find out in about three or four weeks when he goes back to the doctor for some more tests, if that's what it is or if it's something else. But I just have to turn it over to God and I have to not be afraid, not be afraid for myself, not be afraid for him and and just lift it up and give it over to God and that can be applied and so I think God wants to remind us of that because it can be applied in so many areas sometimes I I pull myself back because my mind can go to dark places very quickly and I can worry and worry is a form of fear it's a it's a way of being afraid Jesus said do not worry about your life what you are eat or drink or what you're what you will wear and so you just got to not worry and you need to not be afraid because it doesn't change anything you know whether it's worrying about your kids and being afraid for their safety or their character or what kind of person they're becoming you just do your best and turn it over to God and don't be afraid maybe you're going through a rough patch in your marriage and you're afraid don't be afraid Maybe there's some struggles that you're having at work or you seem to be a target or whatever it is. Do not be afraid because God has it under control. Maybe you have some health issues that's staring you in the face or your family in the face like I'm staring. And and I know it's it's easier said than done, but I know there's other people out there who need to hear this message and who need to be reminded. I am by no means great at it. I do worry about things sometimes and especially things as serious as what my my father's going through and all I can do is turn it over to God and lift it up to him and pray and release it and you know let his plan ensue you know there's there's a couple times in the bible where people are kind of faced with the the potential path that things seem to be moving and they say God will do what he will do and I think that's a good attitude we are not God sometimes 
I think it's easy to think like because we're intelligent creatures and we're the most intelligent beings on the face of the earth, sometimes we feel like we have it figured out. But when you think about the fact that the God of the universe spoke words and this all came into existence, he is the great physician. He knows everything about you, everything about the world. He knows the things that confound the wise. He knows, you know, all the science that people are trying to figure out. He knew when people started making theories that the earth was round and up until that time everybody thought it was flat he knew that it was round because he created it that way and throughout history science eventually comes in line with god's word it's never disproven it it eventually comes in line with it and all the um all the little things that happen and that go on the power of um different things you know I've, I've talked a little bit about science before but science there's some really cool stuff in the universe that we don't understand yet and you know things around energy things around um, even time and space and all that kind of stuff and, and God knows it all we just haven't caught up yet so I just want to encourage you to not be afraid in anything and when you find yourself being fearful just turn it over to God the best that you know how. Um, if you have something that's you're struggling with right now that's causing you fear, causing you to be afraid, and you want prayer for it, um, maybe you're not a prayer, but it doesn't hurt to pray because, there, again, this is something that science hasn't figured out. We know from science that prayer makes a difference, it makes a difference mentally, emotionally, and it also tends to impact the situation, but we don't know how. Well, I know how. There's a God of the universe that's up there listening to our prayers. So if you're not a prayer, or if you are a prayer, but you want prayer, you want someone to pray for your situation, please shoot me an email, jason at wealthandize.com, and I will personally pray over your situation. And I ask that you pray for me, and pray for what my family's going through, pray for my father, pray that it's not ALS, and that you give us that God gives us the strength to go through it. And um, please share this with somebody, rate it, review. I want to thank everybody. I've had some, some good numbers thrown up on the board this week, and I just feel blessed to have listeners like you. So God bless, and I'll catch you on the next episode.